are listening to the e-commerce maven podcast i'm your host christy sumer founder and e-commerce girl boss of the ethical fashion brand encircled and the e-commerce coaching company retail bliss this podcast is designed for e-commerce bosses who want to take their online store to the next level Together, we'll take on your toughest challenges, motivate you to do the work, and give you all the tools and strategies necessary to build a sustainable and profitable online store. You deserve to make money doing what you love, and I can help. Let's get you started on creating that e-commerce brand of your dreams. Alrighty, welcome back, guys. It's Christy. Thank you so much for joining me. On this week's episode, I'm going to share with you my integrated marketing planning process. Sounds super fancy, but it's not um, for running my business and how you guys can adapt that too to your e-commerce store. So let's dig in. So first of all, let's start with what integrated marketing is and where that term comes from. So I actually have no idea where that term originally came from. However, it is a term that was used in my career at Colgate Palmolive, where I spent almost three years in brand management, and they called it an IMC, an Integrated Marketing Calendar. And essentially what it was, um, was basically a plan for how you're going to go to market and what you're going to do. And my favorite page in those presentations, because at Colgate, we used to have to do these brand presentations. I wish I'd like save one because I just think... They're so well done, but they're also just so um, over the top with the PowerPoint, I guess. Um, but we used to have to do them just to show, for example, one year I was managing Colgate Total Toothpaste and I'd have to show like, what are all the channels where we're going to market our product and what are we going to do and how is it going to be different? And that kind of information, we had this one page where it would just be like, a circle with the brand in it and the goal and then little like circles coming off of it with like coupons and shoppers drug mart and all this kind of stuff. And it was just such a gong show. Sometimes we just like throw stuff on that slide just to get something in there. So it would look like we were fully planned, but the reality is a lot of that time, those presentations were done like a year and a half in advance and we had no idea what was actually going to happen out of this presentation. So that's definitely not what I'm suggesting. But what I took away from the process is that having a calendar that's shared between channels, um, that covered off all of your channels that you're going to use to market and promote your business is essential. And then having cross-functional view to that is also really important. One of the things that Colgate is very good at is integrated planning, which is essentially working with like the finance team, the inventory specialists, um, the customer marketing who dealt with sales and marketing to develop a plan that's kind of collaborative to go to market. Um, and that's what I think is really important because when you're running a business, which you may be doing solo right now, um, that's probably not the way it's going to be for the rest of your business. So you have to get used to sharing information and having an integrated marketing calendar is a great way to do that. Even if you have one employee, it's important to have transparency to what's going on so that people are in the loop. Um, even if they're speaking to customers and customer service, it's helpful for them to know what's coming down the pipeline. So um, I'm going to talk about my process today, what I did when I first started and what I do now, um, and how you could potentially apply that to your business. 
So originally when I started Encircled, obviously it was just me. Um, and then I started to slowly add team members. And originally I used to do all of my content planning in a content planning calendar that I created in Google Docs. Um, it was actually a Google Sheet. And every week we go in there and update the week, uh, the week's plan and look at, you know, what we're doing on, I actually, did we have monthly tabs? Maybe each tab was a month. Uh, actually, I think it was just a week. So we would have like the weekly plan and then, um, map out who's doing what and who's responsible for what and what needs to be done in that document. Now, that document was a great starter document because just laying out the information on like a seven-day calendar format kind of really helped you see what was going on. You could make notes of any special days like International Women's Day, um, and you could mark down by channel like how we we're going to promote it. So we had like a different row for each channel for like email, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. And we just put notes of what's going to happen. Oh, there's a Facebook Live. The topic is going to be this. The Facebook group, we're going to post this. Um, so it was a good way to have a cohesive view. Um, and it was very tactical. I liked that it was super actionable, that anybody could look at that and see what was going on and that it was a shared document. Um, you know, at the time when I had a team of maybe about four, it was a great tool to really see, you know, what was happening when. Um, it was very tactical. So that's a pro and a con. So it was not very strategic. It wasn't taking a longer view. Um, even though we had tabs in that document for longer view, um, it kind of wasn't all in one place. And sometimes that's helpful to see just to keep yourself back on track. And it sounds very basic, but like, let's say you're in week of like the 20th of April and you're just like, man, what are we focusing on this week? It's like Earth Day, like... And then you look at like the April themes, you're like, oh yeah, Earth Day, like Fashion Revolution Week. Like you have to be able to like tune yourself back in to what's really going on because content is such a beast. We can get easily lost in it, um, easily led astray by things and um, developing the wrong content or posting the wrong content. So it's really important to stay focused with your content marketing. So I think for purposes of developing a content calendar, you could easily do it in a Google sheet. I see no problem with doing it that way. Um, and it definitely works really well. And the good thing about a Google sheet is that it's like easily, um, shareable outside of your organization. So if you have like virtual workers or people who, um, are contractors or something like that, you can share the document with them. But I'm just pulling up actually my content calendar so I can give you accurately. It was by week and basically here's how I set it up. Um, I had the days across the top. We had a theme underneath that. And then we had, as I mentioned, the channels down the left side. So newsletter, blog post, what was going on, our main sliders on our websites, our Facebook group, Facebook page posts, Instagram one, two, and any special days. And basically we did this week by week. And then we had a 12 month view, which showed you the key themes, pop-ups, events, product launches, line extensions, um, influencer placements, press, um, high level view on what we were posting on our blog. And then it tracked various metrics like Facebook likes, et cetera, et cetera, month over month. And I think this worked pretty well and it took us really far. But once I hit the threshold of around 
I think it was probably when I hit 10 employees, I was like, okay, we can't use this document anymore. Because the problem with this document is that some people are better than others at updating it. Um, some people are better at others than being accountable to what's put in the document. And it's very hard to manage a team um, with this document, quite honestly. It's a good like reference document, but I would never use it for like quote unquote project management. Because for example, um, there are many pieces and parts that go into some of these things that you're doing for content. So like a newsletter isn't just like write the newsletter about the clothing swap party. It's like, okay, somebody's got to write the copy. Who's going to edit the copy? Who's going to do the header? And once you start getting into a bigger team, um, the answer isn't you. So you have to be able to like easily delegate. So that's why this like calendar format that I did, I think it really worked up until about 10 employees. And then there just started to be too many like hands in the pie, I guess, if you will. So we actually switched to Asana. So I'll talk through my process with Asana as well as what Asana is. Um, and we'll go through it step by step. So Asana is essentially a project management tool. There's a free version and there's a paid version. I'm actually on the free version. Um, and I'm not against upgrading to the paid version because it's a super awesome software, but I will say that I think the free version now, because we've had it for four years or three years, I think, um, has less options than I'm probably going to talk about, but that's just a heads up. Um, so basically what I do is I make a project, you can have projects in Asana and I have my team, they're all on my Asana account and, um, I call that project Integrated Marketing Calendar 2018. And then I add in basically, um, I'll try and take a screenshot for the blog post and I'll put it in there. But I basically break it up by month and then under each month there's a week. So I say week of like March 4th, for example. And then I put in all the stuff that's going on. So blog, for example, I'm going to go through this week's as an example, because it's week of April 8th and I'll go through the example for encircled my fashion brand. So here it says blog lessons learned from the wear your closet challenge, which is the challenge we ran last week. And I've got that assigned to Kendra and she's going to write up that blog post by Wednesday coming soon page, the dressy tank, we're launching a new top. Um, and Angela's working on that. She's setting up the newsletter, um, that goes with it. And she's setting up, um, the photos and stuff like that. And then we have our main newsletter and then it's got like a few notes around what's in the newsletter. And that's assigned to myself due on Wednesday. Then we're bringing back in stock or sorry, we're pre-ordering one of our designs, the dressy sweatshirts. And so I have a waitlist newsletter assigned to myself due tomorrow. Um, and then we have an influencer posting something on Wednesday. So that's in here as a task. And then we have our pre-order of the dressy sweatshirt, um, as a task. And the cool thing about Asana is you can have tasks and then you can have subtasks. So for example, the pre-order of the dressy sweatshirt, um, it's assigned to Nina who works on my production team, but underneath it, there's something assigned to Angela about putting the date on the photos for the pre-orders. There's something assigned for me for the email. Uh, there's something assigned to Kendra to update the products on Shopify. So it's a really great way to kind of take tasks and not only get that like high level view, but also assign them to your team members. Now, the one thing I didn't mention in April is we have at the top, we say April or whatever in our task. And then it says in our project, sorry. And then it says April theme, ethical fashion, hashtag, I almost said hashtag slash save the earth because two very important, significant days to us and our mission, um, are in this month, which are fashion revolution week, um, 
which is the anniversary of the collapse of the Rana factory in Bangladesh that killed thousands of apparel workers. Um, and Save the Earth is important because it's freaking always important, but it's Earth Day on the 22nd, um, which ties in nicely with my line because it's sustainable fashion. And then we put any new product launches kind of up at the top of the, the calendar for the month as well. And then it pretty much just flushes out like that. So right now we've got all of April planned out week by week, everything that's going on. Um, basically my process for this and not saying this is right or wrong, but I do have a small team now, so it's really important to have communication. So while I do sit here and assign tasks in Asana, um, it's important to brainstorm and talk about what we're doing and make sure everybody's on the same page. So every Thursday, so like this coming Thursday, we're going to sit down as a marketing team and talk about exactly what's going on next week. Um, and we do this actually, I should say at two juncture points. So on Mondays at Encircled, we have an all team meeting in the morning where we do, um, a gratitude circle and I give a business update and then we talk about what's going on for the week at a really high level. Um, and then, um, we close it off with what we're focusing on and what we're looking forward to this week. And on Thursday, so most of the stuff like is happening that week. And then on Thursday of that week, we meet to talk about the coming week. So the next week, starting on Monday, and then we'll reaffirm what's going on on Monday to a whole team on the Monday as well. Um, so there's kind of those two major touch points to have communication, which is super, super important. Um, the Thursday meeting is just with the marketing people to talk about, um, you know, so for example, let's say I'll use a real example here to make it more real for you guys. Um, so this coming Thursday, we're going to sit down and talk about week of April 15th. And we're going to talk about the giveaway that we're going to do for Earth Day with um, a bunch of different brands and probably talk about, you know, f- finalizing and getting all the assets from the brands, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're going to talk about um, creating a coming Zoom page for another new design that we're launching and what information is required. So it's really important to have these like in real life, whether it's on the phone, Skype, Google Hangouts, or in-person meetings to just like really get a common understanding. Because as much as you can put tasks in Asana, it's important for people to really understand the context um, for those tasks as well as the priority of them. Because at a startup, as you guys know, there's a lot on the go. So you want people to have a clear view to what they need to work on now and what can wait. Um, because there's definitely an endless amount of stuff to always do. So that's kind of the meeting cadence. Um, the other meeting that I have about integrated marketing is once a month, um, about a month prior to the other month. So for example, April, uh, we'd meet about a month prior to the start of May and we talk about May. Um, and I'd like to get that a little bit further out where we're talking about months, like three months in advance. We're just not there yet. Our team's very good, but we're still like scrambling on a lot of stuff because we are so small and we're trying to do some really awesome marketing, I think. So, um, we're a little resource thin right now, I think. And, um, we're batting outside of our, uh, level. Is that what they say? Batting outside our level. But anyways, um, I don't know what the expression is. I'm not good with this kind of thing, but we're definitely hitting a punching above our belt, punching above the belt. I don't even know. I'm not sure. I'm going to stop with the sports analogies because it's just so wrong. Um, but anyways, um, I think we do a great job on content. That's what I'm going to say for a team that's as small as we are. So we struggle to stay really on top of it because, um, 
we're small, but it will get better as we get bigger. And so if you're kind of sitting there saying, whoa, 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 I only have one team member, or maybe it's just you, what the heck are you talking about? Um, do not panic. It's totally fine to plan your content the week of. I did it for years and it's going to be okay. Just get into that regular routine of doing it. And I promise you, if you have that consistency with content and you really focus your content on your ideal customer, you will start to see wins. And then you can hire people because they're going to be growing your business and growing revenue. And then you can have more hands to help you. So don't feel discouraged at all. I spent a long time sitting on Sundays and just batching all my content. So just doing all my Facebook posts scheduled, planning out what I was going to post on Instagram, writing my newsletter, doing a blog post and getting it all done. And then going to my full-time job and working all week and traveling uh, for work. So you can definitely get it done. Um, this is just kind of showing you where I am in the process to help you guys kind of hopefully get there as well. But if you want to start out super basic, maybe don't get to the weekly level. Start out with a monthly level. So start out um, thinking about May. It's coming up soon. So what are the main themes for May? So May is Mother's Day. There's a long weekend, at least where we are in Canada. Like May is about spring and nicer weather. Like start to do some forward thought around those themes and then see how you can tie your product back into those themes. That's the most important thing and how you can make it super relevant and value added for your ideal customer. That's really important. So that is my integrated marketing calendar process. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'll try and put some screenshots into the blog post. If you're listening to this on iTunes, you can click over. The link will be in the comments. If you're listening to it on SoundCloud, it's you're already on my blog, so just scroll down to see some of the screenshots. And hopefully you found this helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out on Instagram at Christy Sumer or post them in the blog comments below. And if you found this podcast helpful for your product-based business, I'd love it if you review it on iTunes. Every review helps so, so much, and it's super easy to do on your mobile app. Give me a five-star and a comment, and I'll give you guys a shout-out on the next podcast. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into the e-commerce maven podcast i'm your host christy sumer e-commerce boss extraordinaire of encircled.ca and founder of retail bliss if you'd like to check out the show notes they're available for you at retailbliss.ca and click on blog and search for the latest episode if you'd love to keep in touch i would too so check me out on instagram that's where i hang out the most at christy sumer that's k-r-i-s-t-i-s-o-o-m-e-r Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing awesome. Any small step is a step in the right direction. Keep up the work and we'll see you guys next week. Take care.